I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I find it fun to smash some seeds in the fine bits. So why ain't just like, what? who wrote this? Yeah. Why ain't just get my desserts <laughs> for all the kids I busted, huh? Baby, <laughs> I cross the courtesy with dealing with folks is that it's too much for the asking. Cool, I got the skill crafted tools. Massive fools at my work benching. I'm rich in mics when they grasping. That's how it has been. The drill's this. I kill swift. I feel I better slay or my tape measure greater. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Y'all's Rod and Karen. Uh, those lyrics are all wrong. Thank you to uh, Original Hip Hop Loose. Um, it's a uh, feedback time. So Saturday morning, uh, feeling fresh and brand new um and ready to do some feedback this is the show where you guys write in you say stuff during the week uh you uh leave emails voicemails stuff like that and then we read them on the show um and uh of course uh you can go to the blackout tips podcast blackouttips.com uh leave us all sorts of uh stuff there become a premium subscriber vote in the polls um, leave comments on the different, uh, on the different episodes. Uh, we appreciate everybody that does that. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Um, let's talk about the people who did give money, the people that donated. Those are the most awesome people in the world. Um, first of all, Chandra G. Yes, Chandra G. Recurring donation. Uh, we appreciate you, Chandra. Thanks for looking out for the crew. Uh, said W. Thank you so much, said. Mm-hmm. We appreciate your recurring donation. Um, you know, it's always good to get that, um, you know, get that return trip, man. You know that it's coming back to you. You can count on that. Tawana J. Thank you very much, Tawana J. We appreciate you too, recurring donator. Um, I feel like she's like within the first one or two. Calvin N. First time ever, recurring donator. Thank you very much, Calvin. Mm-hmm. Leslie B. Yes, Leslie B. I believe she's the first time, too. A lot of first time, man. Thanks to all, uh, all these people that are signing up. Um, Gerard L. Thank you very much, Gerard. We appreciate you, brother. Recurring donator. Um, Damian Jackson. Who I, I am for real. Damian Jackson with the recurring donator. You guys all know that. Uh, Terry W. Thank you very much, Terry. Um, appreciate your recurring donation. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Stefan H. Stefan H. Thank you very much, Stefan. Of course, everybody knows Mike Irvin, the, uh, playmaker, uh, Dallas Cowboys, made very famous. Uh, Eric M. Recurring donator. Thank you very much, Eric. Appreciate you for coming through, looking out for us. Uh, Greg G. Yeah. Appreciate you, Greg. A recurring donator. We do. T- long time recurring donator. Uh, one time donator from a man, uh, Antonio A. Double A. We appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Um, and I believe that's everybody. So thank you, everybody that, uh, donated to the show this week. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, so I will shout you out, man. Um, all right. We had some reviews. We had comments on the site. We had emails and voicemails. What do you want to do first, Karen? Let's do, I, I like to do iTunes and uh, Stitcher first. Okay, let's go over to iTunes and read all the reviews that were five stars. Uh, Keeping keep in, uh mind, we only read five-star reviews on the show, so leave us anything less than five stars. It doesn't get read. If you want it read on the show, just make sure it's more than five stars. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. Uh, We have... 
black tie 75 uh, amazing podcast five stars i've been listening to for one year found your podcast from twib and i'm glad i did your takes on news is comical and very needed in my stressful life keep up the good work we will black tie 75 mm-hmm. we absolutely will uh mpz 1978 says i just i told you karen summer equal premium <laughs> of course it's five stars which is why we're reading it thank you rod and karen i first heard about rod from bomani's evening jones podcast they were talking about the monte tail story from deadspin the episode was so good i still have it saved on my phone that's a while ago yeah that's been a while mm-hmm. i'm proud to say that i'm now a premium member of the show thus i get to hear so many more shows I've been listening since March and have loved knowing that from Saturday to Wednesday, my long commute home would always be entertaining. Now with premium, every commute home is going to be awesome. Karen, a few months back on the episode about the word bossy, I wanted to tell you about a great all-girls charter school that I work with on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. One of the core values is sisterhood. Every time I visit the school, I think of your concerns and how the voices of girls and women are routinely silenced in America. And I smile, knowing that there's at least one school that's fighting hard to make sure girls know they have a voice and are encouraged to use it. Rod, you and Karen have one of the funniest, most topical shows in the podcast world. I love listening to podcasts, and yours always brings me so much joy. Thank you for being who you are and never holding back. Thank you for putting together a great show on a regular basis. I'm so excited to catch more episodes of your program and look forward to recommending your show to my friends who listen to podcasts. Keep up the great work, Nick Z. Thank you, sweetie. One thing I can say uh, about our audience is that I thank each and every one of you because some people uh, have been saying they're going to do it and some people have been signing up for premium. We got a little spike. So just we want to tell everybody in advance, just thank you for becoming premium because it really does mean a lot and it does help us keep this boat afloat and it um prompts us to do things special for you, like record two spin-off shows on the 4th of July. Yeah, everybody else taking the day off, and people are cooking out and all this stuff, and um, you guys get to, uh, you know, throw on some blackout tips in the background, or come to the chat room and hang out with us, man. Yeah, they were uh, both live. Yeah, if not, you can always check it out later on your uh, on the RSS feed or on the website, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it does mean a lot to us that people check it out. Um and yeah, and that's why we work on days like the fourth when we could be just like cooking out and chilling. Good job. Mike73085 says, I finally quit being lazy and did this. Thanks for Dim Thrones and all the other thing work y'all put in. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. And we appreciate you uh leaving us a review, man. We're officially at five hundred reviews right now. Woo-hoo! Um, you know, now some of those don't count because some of them weren't five stars. But um I mean, that's a huge milestone, guys. A lot of people never even get a hundred reviews or even stall out, man. You guys have consistently left us reviews and ratings. So our overall rating is five because you guys fuck with us, man, and we appreciate it. Uh love you guys. This is by Shimmer Mika. I just wanted to say I just wanted to thank you for doing this show. Two of you plus guests have made my I mean the two of you plus guests have made my morning commute easier, but it does make me look a bit off when I'm trying to relax but laughing like a mad woman. Let me just add, sore ratchetness is real. I work right next to evidence check-in and in the past two weeks I have seen three separate admissions of numerous amounts of sores. Minimum three each check-in. Oh my shaking my head anyway keep up the awesome work love the show hoping to be able to go premium soon 
we hope so too and you stay careful with them swords okay please do because the sword is still sword even if you uh even if it's in lock-in you never know a cut is a cut and blood is blood yeah you never know uh when a crazy person is gonna uh check it out man so um we also have reviews on stitcher radio people can leave us reviews there they're five stars same policy applies we will read them regardless of content um the uh we only got one new one i believe this time um uh, and maybe we read it last time i can't remember uh it's from m sabaline atl it says from 11 days ago but you never know I love this show. I absolutely love to hear my fellow North Carolinians be extra ratchet, ratchet yet poignant on topics when necessary. I love it so much that I became a sustaining donor and premium subscriber. Keep it up. Don't ever change. We won't. We won't. Thank you very much. And for uh, those of you that want to uh, leave us five-star reviews on iTunes, you can go from any Apple device and uh, go into your iTunes. And up in the left-hand corner, uh, type in the Black Eye Who Tips. And up in the left-hand corner, you can leave us five stars. Leave us five stars. We'll read it on the show no matter what you say. And for those of you that wants to leave us a five-star review on Stitcher, it's easier to leave it per episode. So literally, you can leave more than one five-star review. You can leave one five-star review per episode if you choose to. And you all you have to do is have a Facebook account and log in, and it will allow you to leave a five-star review straight through the uh, Stitcher app. Mm-hmm. Also, you can go to stitcher.com slash the blackout who tips and leave us a review and also, for those of you that do not know this, because this is something we don't promote that often, if you're like, well, I love the show, I support the show, I don't have the money to go premium, you know, I'm not quite there yet. One way to really help support us for free is to donate your account. Go to donateyouraccount.com and look for the black guy who tips. You can donate. You can actually do this from our page. Okay. It's on the right-hand column. Okay. Just uh, theblackouttips.com. Look on the right-hand side. It should be a donate your account. Um little uh button mm-hmm. and uh you can uh donate your twitter or facebook account mm-hmm. and we use that to retweet stuff for the show yeah we don't we don't put anything ridiculous or anything like that and you can choose how often that you do it we don't take over your account or anything we don't get your password or anything just once a day it is normally hey the new show is out or something like that right. or, or or so it's so we're not going to be abusing uh your account so if you're like well hey i don't have the money i love you guys you know I can't, it's hard for me to keep a track i want to share with my friends this way we can share it on your behalf so we thank you for everybody in advance that uses all the free uh mediums to uh support our show yeah thanks y'all um and uh it it does help man you know it's a small thing you can do but it definitely helps um we actually had comments on the website uh we had a couple people nominate uh some more tippy nominations tanya w she writes best rant rise incredibly frustrated don't talk over the booze on episode 727 <laughs> seven time code 233 priceless uh thank you tanya um that was uh i was definitely upset with karen and uh justin who thought, <laughs> thought that was hilarious um ashanti not the crap singer says all of you need a tippy for episode 732 piece of forensics 227 52nd mark justin rod and karen as pound puppies trying to get chose y'all i'm in tears lol Natasha Natasha wrote uh, best episode 732 Pizza Forensics. So best episode of the year. And uh, Lucy 
on facebook sent me a message and i just copied and pasted on here sorry i don't know how you are meant to do this but i had a suggestion for best moment tippy of the year where rod Carey and justin were doing the precious as a black dog as dmx it started at the 148 148 minute mark during the guest the race in episode 732 well thank you lucy you thank have you. been acknowledged and uh I think that's everybody that submitted that stuff for a tippy on the actual uh tippy thread. Um and yeah, we appreciate it, man. I know um quite a few people enjoyed that moment, so Yes, and thank you in advance because it's one of those things where uh next year when we do the tippies, we're gonna have a good grip of stuff to go through. So we'll have a lot of your best moments because we understand that it's hard to listen to a year's worth of our shit because we put out a lot of content to be able to pick and choose. So if you do it while it comes out, you won't be like, well, dang, why didn't this moment get nominated? Why didn't that moment get nominated? Oh, I enjoyed this guest. Now was the time to let your voice be heard all year round. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had episodes and we had comments on those episodes last week. Uh, episode 729 was our feedback show. USA, USA, USA. Um, and we got one from, um, Cowboys fan 2002 said, Rod and Karen, I'm watching you live for the first time today. How do I get into the chat room? You have to click on, <laughs> uh, click on Spreecast and log in you can either go to spreecast.com or you can follow us there or you can just do go to the front page of the blackoutest.com mm-hmm. it's the very first post and there should be a uh you know like join the conversation join the chat room button or something you click that you need to log in i think to join the conversation you can't mm-hmm. do it as a visitor so you mm-hmm. need to use twitter facebook mm-hmm. or you can like log in with like a new account at spreecast yep and you can comment in the chat room that way um, the poll for the episode was a very simple one. Who are you pulling for in the World Cup? Uh, USA, 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 or terrorist? <laughs> uh, 41% of people selected USA, 13% of people selected USA, and 9% of people selected USA. And uh, uh, overwhelming, uh, it's surprising, 37% of you guys selected terrorists. And uh, that's really sad, man. I was yeah, hoping I, that we wouldn't have a lot of terrorists that listen to the show. Me either. I, but, I didn't know what it did. Yeah, but whatever. Soccer's not a real sport. Uh, Erica says, amazing as usual. So she enjoyed the uh, feedback show. Thank you, Erica. We appreciate you. Um, episode 730, Big Boy's Bitch. This is where we talked about Mark Lamar Hill getting mm-hmm. uh, getting in some trouble on social media, trying to run for help, and... Uh, Social media is not your friend during times of crisis. They flipped on him. Yes, and, they uh, did. You know, we laughed at it because it was silly overall. Um, but uh, we did get one comment on this episode from Daz. Now I remember who Mark Lamont Hill is. He was Bill O'Reilly's Negro bedwitch. Wow. What? Mm. I, I don't have a history with this dude, so I don't know. I don't. I didn't know anything negative about him, so... Uh, yeah, that you look like a crack dealer guy. Oh, I don't remember that. We must have missed it. Why does I'm crazy? Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's the thing, man. If you go on all those shows enough, you're going to say some shit where it's like, you really want to stand by that? You know what I mean? Like, I I couldn't imagine being a political pundit, especially not a black one who talks race issues. 
because uh, i i couldn't i couldn't fuck yeah because it. It, it has to be hard on both sides because if you're speaking out on behalf of blacks you're going to deal with shit and if you're speaking out against blacks you're going to have to deal with shit yeah people just see the political people as like a uh uh what do you call it? like a, a a wall where they can like just throw shit at you know it's like they're I'm, I'm, my life is fucked up. Let me go yell at Mark Lamont Hill. Let me go yell at, uh, Melissa Harris Perry. Let me go Ooh. find them on Twitter and shit. So, and then, like I said, when you're talking to crazy people all the fucking time with these crazy takes, I could, I, I could imagine you're going to end up saying some shit you regret anyway. Yeah. You forget the shit you say and yeah. forget all the, the conversations that you have because you're spewing out so much stuff. Yeah, but I'm literally just not familiar with this dude. Mm-mm, not like um, not not to that point. I, his face is familiar, and I go, "Oh, okay, I know who that is." Yeah, but I don't follow him or nothing like that. So to me, that's I was like, "Who the hell is this?" Yeah. So. Um, yeah, because there's a lot of that uh, uh, black, um, I guess, political type of things. Like I don't follow a lot of those people. That I don't get down with. A lot of those people, because it's like on the left and the right, a lot of times they go to the extreme and just shit I don't agree with. Yep. Um, and he continues on. Why does this bitch ass nigga got to share the same last name as me? As far as big boy, I like how B. Jones dropped the mic on these niggas. They culturally biased. As time goes on, more and more will understand the greatness that is Sir Lucius left foot. As Mr. Patton put it on West Savannah, go ahead with on, on with go ahead on with that foolishness, bitch. Um, man, Daz does not like Mark Lamont Hill. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he on the shit list, ain't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know enough about him to even get into the fray, but, uh, if he's out there saying crazy stuff, I mean, you know, I can see why so many people responded with vitriol, but I really thought what it was was a case of people didn't really care one way or not about him. It was just, if people can clown you on Twitter, they're going to, that, and, you can judge the right and wrong of that all the time because, you know, it, it's it's kind of fucked up. But if you say something like that and they can, like, make a joke out of it, that's what they're going to do more than likely. Uh, do you feel bad for Mark Lamont Hill being called a bitch by a big boy? Was the poll. No, that's what happens when you talk shit. Or, yes, that was uncalled for. 12.7% said it was uncalled for. That was a very low number. Mm-hmm. And most people said 87% of people were like, uh, yeah, that's what happens. So don't talk bad about that man on your Twitter account. Um, right. And he did shade the dude, man, with that, you know, he, uh, when he, when he hit him with the, uh, I'll kick, you know, this is where Bomani Jones likes, you know, gets crunk or whatever. And I go check my phone, my emails or something yeah, like that. How, how did you he just think never somebody know. was supposed to take that? Yep. You just never know. Um, we had episode 731 Hobby Lobby uh, Prince Lorraine left a comment I remember that a lot of people even liberals were giving Obama shit for both of his Supreme Court nominees being women and not being progressive enough where are those people now yeah the women were on the uh, right side of this issue in my opinion and uh, yeah those people were like and the thing is man a nominee for Supreme Court is just so difficult to get through anyway because they basically go through the entirety of those people's lives mm-hmm. and scrutinize everything and try to find a reason for them everything. not to be there. Everything. So, um, yeah, it's very hard to get the Supreme Court nominee through there, and he did. 
and two women and they voted in the way that I felt was the correct way on this joint and it's still lost, man. So did you enjoy the 2014 BET awards was the poll for the episode. Yes, it was cool. No, it was bad. Or I didn't watch it. We have a pretty diverse audience here. A lot of black people in it. Yes, it was cool. 22%. So you would think, Oh, that means people thought it was terrible. Only 4% thought it was bad. 73% 73% of our audience didn't even watch the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. Now, I just hope that 73% wasn't in the percentage of people that claim to hate BET and how how the awards are terrible and, and shit. And tweeted the whole show. And didn't watch it. You know what I mean? No, nah, I'm not even talking about tweeted the whole show. Just those people that are like, this, this is terrible. I fucking hate BET. I hate the BET Awards. Okay. They're terrible. But they didn't even watch it, so they don't even know that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They just assume so. Yeah, a lot of people just assumed it was a bad. Right. But I do kind of like the idea that, yeah, there's a lot of black people and they didn't even watch it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to watch the BET Awards. Right. I wonder if the same people who hate watch the BET Awards for hours are the same people who say they're too busy to look up music on the internet. What's even crazier is that these people don't actually care about the quality of music like they say they do. Unless you are already a legend in music, you are going to get shaded whether you're talented or not. So there's no pleasing folks, says Kyle. Yeah, I think that happens a lot, man. Mm-hmm. People are very dismissive, you know, because it's just easier to do that than to go, like, find good music. And do the work. Like, nobody wants to do work. Yeah, it's easier just to talk shit, you know? Like, why bother actually, you know, needing to know what you're talking about? I'm putting in effort. We had episode 732, Piece of Forensics, which apparently is a Tippy-nominated award uh, show, Tippy Award-nominated show for uh best episode so we got five comments which is a pretty good amount um on the show let's uh check out what people had to say um the first comment is from butterbean about that curly nikki drama oh yes let's revisit this while i commend the owner of that site for being inclusive and supportive of all people that want to share their story on her website that is the exact reason why i have no business with that site it's not, it's just nice to go to a place where you can click the front page and boom, there's a happy, nappy, black, albino, or biracial woman who had been fucked with 4C textured hair, but have figured out, uh, how to get that madness to work. I don't have to sift through the pictures of people with hair textures like Tracy Ellis Ross or Raven Simone. Call me insecure or whatever, but I even curl my lip at the blog featuring black or biracial women with long, naturally wavy, silky hair. That type of hair is easily manipulated without the use of chemicals, and there is a demand for that look by women and the men who go after these women. I challenge anyone to find product and demand for hair that will shrink 75% when wet and is super kinky and is in constant need of moisturizers, and not just every two to three days like that white woman had indicated in her segment. I was lucky to have a man who realized that I'm more than just my hair and stood by me when I decided to quit tearing apart my hair with relaxers. I've heard of men complain about their women's natural hair when they decided to change, and a lot of them are turned off by it. My own father threatens to slap a perm on my head, and he doesn't realize how much that hurts even after I talk to him. I've learned much about maintaining my hair, and now it is longer than it has ever been when I had a perm, but you will only know it if I tug on it. Anyway... I just wanted to toss in my two cents. Love the show. Uh, what'd you think about that, Karen? Like I said before, you have the right to feel that way. And I, as a black woman, I completely understand 
uh, black women that feel like we need our own space. We're constantly bombarded with things that don't look like us. We're constantly bombarded by the European white definition of beauty. We want a space that's all ours where we don't have to be bothered with anybody else but us. You have the right to that. But you also have to understand that people are not going to agree with that. Just like we have a tendency to get angry when there are groups that are all white exclusive and they don't include us. And the whole problem that I had with it is that I had an issue with a lot of black people, a lot of black women going and attacking this site that never at one period of time said that they was exclusively the black women. This is the thing. People want to tell a creator of something what they can and cannot do when you didn't create anything. They created a platform where you guys could come together and you guys could talk. This is their creation. And you cannot dictate and you cannot tell them what to do with something that they created. If they set the boundaries, you need to leave and create your own. And that's what a problem that I have. A lot of people will fuss and they'll complain about how they're not included and how they're left out. But they will never take the time to create their own platform. If you want to see something that's exclusively black, create your own. And also, I think, too, a lot of times, in my personal opinion, a lot of black women have issues by not with not being accepted by white society. So Curly Nikki has been on Dr. Oz. Curly Nikki has been all these places and she's black and she's beautiful. And you guys support that. And there's nothing wrong with you guys supporting that. But the second that she includes somebody that does not look like you, when in fact she has never said it was exclusively black site, people just assume this. Um, everybody wants to get up in arms. But yeah, if this was an all um, a white site that did the same thing and had a black woman that had Caucasian style hair, and this when she was posted and everybody was happy. Then all of a sudden, all these white women came and just harassed this woman and attacked this woman and told her how nappy and kinky and, and, and that's not a real hair. And, that and, and you know, why she should be accepted. These same people that are complaining would be up in arms. To me, I see no difference. To me, it's still racist on both sides. And people can say what they want to say, but I stand by that uh, because it's like I said, it's nothing wrong with having your own spot. But no, you will be judged. Understand you will be judged. You can't have your own spot excluding another race and then turn around and get angry when you're judged by it. Just like you judge white people, white people and other races have the right to judge you in return. You just say, well, fuck it. I want to be all black and roll with it. Don't turn around and get mad at the people because they judge you for excluding another race. That's the issue that I had with this from the beginning. I was angry with the black woman that attacked her. I was angry with the black woman that went after her because she has the right to be there just like you. Yeah, it's. I mean, a lot of this shit just comes from insecurity. And like I said, people think that's a loaded word because people have their value judgments on the word insecurity already. But is I'm speaking as a, as a fact. Not Now, you can judge whether it's valid to be insecure about your hair or not. I think it is valid. I think society mm-hmm. reinforces that yes, they do. black hair is bad and wrong and not good. And, you know, it's in its natural state is not good enough. But the argument that you know, I would make for the lady who was featured is that she never was saying that her struggle was the same or equal. No, she was only saying it was a struggle. And if the idea of the site is to unify people under the shared struggle of here's society telling you your hair is not good enough in its natural form. And that's it. 
then you don't get to you don't get to ostracize that woman. No, you do not. And uh as a member of that community, it embarrasses the community. Um I think the public shaming of the community that was created and the touting of this idea of, you know, we need to exclude uh other people from the conversation. Um, I, I feel kind of bad because it, it, I, it, it like, it makes people look petty. It makes people look, um, you know, like it, it brings forth a lot of the infighting that they've had already in the community right. between like, you know, the, the person that wrote basically was like, even black women that have a certain type of curly hair, she doesn't want featured on the site or she doesn't want to see get, you know, attention. So, you know, and, and people are very narcissistic in that way where it's like only me, like feature me and just me and my story. No one else, nothing else. Just people that remind me of me, whose hair is like me, who look like me, nothing else. And it's like, if you want to have that space, you either have to create it or support the space that is already out there for your story. You right. Know? And, and I guess for me, they're out there. And the biggest issue that I have, black women think that they have a, a, a hole on the word natural. When you say natural, a lot of people automatically assume, assume that it's black. We don't own natural, y'all. I'm sorry to inform you. We do not own the right. word it, natural. Well, what's funny is if you say it, that's okay. But that white lady said it and it was like this entitled stuck up bitch. And it's like that's more of your issue with white women. That's right. not really your issue. Cause she said the same fucking thing that a lot of black women were saying on the site, arguing against this. But since it came from this white lady, she was not supposed to defend herself. Not to mention people are just very unrealistic. The comment section and the things they said about that woman were things that would get a reaction out of most people. Mm-hmm. But somehow she was as a white woman was supposed to figure out a way to be above it because she's white you know which is always so unrealistic um when you're trying to have a conversation like right oh i get to insult you i get to like come at you i get to like say as much mean shit as i want but the second you respond it's like oh you entitled motherfucker i can't believe you responded to the things i said about you like you know people just need to back up grow up you know what i mean like all the rules that people have for this shit like when it was suey park it was don't mention this person. Don't put their picture on your stuff. Don't talk about them because uh, they don't have the same form as you. They don't have the same reach as you. Don't put. But it's the second that it was somebody they didn't like. Oh, I can put you on on my blog post. It's a more of a popular website. Than I can your, put your face up there. Right. It, it, I'm a, I can put your picture up there. Your I can put your name up there. Your now according to according to your site, uh, you have like a hundred people that follow your blog, but I got. Thousands of people that, that listen to, uh, that, that read my, my, or my column every month. Well, I'm going to use my column to demean you and then go at this website by proxy. Yeah. It's, it was petty as shit and people didn't care about all those rules and shit. And, you know, it's to me, I, I would always say, man, in this situations, um, my highest of hopes is we check our own insecurity right with 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 our own issues because i think that has a lot of shit off at the past that doesn't mean you never have issues with another person no but i think it helps you pick better targets mm-hmm. to where people go i understand exactly what you mean as opposed to this where it just sounds like i have issues in my personal life with people finding me unattractive right. therefore i don't want to see anyone else highlighted as attractive like it needs to just stick to me and that's it and 
you know that i mean that's something that a lot of people have to deal with you know kudos to um the, the man in your life you said who you know can see past your hair but like um even the you know even the one sentence in the response from butterbean that says like women who are fucked with uh this hair you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like oh yeah biracial who i've been fucked with 4c texture hair but i figured out how to get the madness to work like to to me that's already saying like this hair is bad my hair is bad like i still believe this level of hair is just not good and you are fucked if you have it which you know that's it that's more about you than than anything else right at that point right i mean that's that's still how you view it not how you think uh it should be viewed right yeah and also one thing i can say about butter being she acknowledged hey i'm biased yeah you know this is how i feel but i have a problem with women who aren't willing to admit their biases right they they come out and they attack but they don't they, they are not willing to say i feel this way because i feel like my hair is less than i feel this way because i have insecurity with white blonde women i feel this way it's all they're taking that ball of insecurity and just tossing it out and then want everybody to justify or feel like they should be able to understand your irrational and your illogical argument because when you use your common sense all that is emotional all that is emotional it has nothing to do with that white woman a lot of people just angry because they have internal issues that they've never dealt with or never or a lot of people are not comfortable in their own skin or not and literally not comfortable with their own hair and it's just one of those things where this may all this come to life but like i say a lot of times just just like you just like a lot of black women turn around and want to point fingers at white women you have to turn around and point fingers at yourself as a black woman a woman and actually say why do i feel like this because at, at the end of the day it all stems <laughs> from a wrong place in my opinion yeah once you once you get to the point where you start attacking people it's okay because I even have insecurities about things. So I understand the point and I understand why you feel like that. I'm not arguing against that. All I'm saying is to create your own space. Don't attack people that don't fit the format that you think that they should fit and make them feel less than because of your own personal insecurities. Yeah. I like a couple things. One, it, there's, it's pointless with no self-examination. If you don't examine why you feel this way, then you already lost because you're right. just going to repeat this. This 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 is just going to keep repeating over and over for you. And if you don't examine, like, why the fuck am I uncomfortable with the idea that you know a person, a person with a certain type of hair texture would be featured on a site that has literally featured thousands of black women, thousands, thousands at this point. You have a problem because they feature one white woman, like that. To me, that's like just a level of like entitlement as far as this other person's sight that is just crazy like that's it would be like if we had a white guest on our show and someone wrote in talking about i can't believe y'all had a white person on y'all show you know what i mean and and they went at the white person on twitter and the white person said something like look guys y'all didn't invent podcasting okay and then they were like oh fuck you you entitled motherfucker like to me that's what the fight seems like and it's like so unnecessary you know, like you couldn't just brook one fucking uh, time of letting someone else get a little bit of shine on on someone else's site that says this is what it's for. I could see if it was like, you know, if they just had a picture of like fucking a white woman with straight hair, you know, and then I would be like, oh, OK, that's not even the mission of the site, you know. But it's when they're like, yeah, we just want to have com- a combined 
shared experience for all women who have naturally curly hair like i don't know man yeah. just seems real petty and and to me you have to learn how to pick your battles because if people are going to throw up race and racism and all that stuff this is not the battle for that because she never said it was an all-black site she includes everybody mm-hmm. and it's just one of those things when uh there's time to be angry and there's time to be upset and there are a lot of injustice and i think that uh, a lot of black women Especially because you have two strikes against you. You're a black and you're a woman. So uh, I understand the anger and I understand the pain and I understand the hurt because I am one also. But at the same time, there you need to pick and choose your battles. And this one, to me personally, was a very, very pointless battle. And a lot of times... People don't have empathy or sympathy for people that don't look like them. And even black people can be racist, too, because it's one of those things where people just disregarded this woman, her feelings, her emotions, what she's been through, how she felt, how she had hair struggles. Also, people disregarded all that because she's, quote unquote, white and her whiteness. uh, She couldn't. How dare she understand the complexity of being a woman and having to deal with hair? But at the same time, you guys get up in arms when you are constantly disregarded because of the color of your race. So that's why I said a lot of times people need to sit back and look at why do you feel this way? Why? If you feel this way, you're justified. But ask yourself why. And also ask yourself whenever you fight a battle, every battle is not meant for you to pull out the pitchforks because sometimes some battles don't make no sense to fight because at the end of the day, it's not going to change a thing because Curtin Nick say, I open it up to everybody. Either you like it or you leave. Yeah. Um, this reminds me of a lot of black people, uh, who get mad when gay people talk about civil rights mm-hmm. where it's like this, but our struggle was worse. You know what I mean? Like, okay, your struggle, right. That, that's not the argument, but mm-hmm. can we just say that this is a struggle for people in a different way? No, fuck that. Not here. You know what I mean? Where it's like, well, so now you're against progress for somebody, anyone other than yourself? Like, w- why? You know what I mean? Did you even understand the, the cause in the first place? If mm-hmm. you want to draw the line here, I think that, you know, that's a huge part of it. The other part of this that, under the underlying thing about this that's bothered me and this bothers me about a lot of people and a lot of like black academic type people and all this shit is this is undercurrent of like would motherfuckers really even care about curly nikki site if white people didn't know about it and feature it on their tv shows and mm-hmm. uh discuss it in you know white media because no if, if it's just, it's always like this, this catch 22 of like, cause this is a, you know, a black woman who owned her own business and started this site. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, now she has to be restricted in the parameters of what kind of business person she can be. Cause she's a black woman, which seems a lot like policing a black woman in my opinion. Right. Um, uh, but it's kind of funny, like how if, if, if it was like, you know, something that was just black people that fuck with, right? Like, not a lot of white people fuck with this site. Would people even give a fuck about this argument? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I was on, uh, Elon James's A Black Show for eight weeks that they b- did that show. There wasn't no write-ups in Ebony about this shit. Mm-mm. There wasn't no fucking, uh, The Root wasn't writing about this. You know what I mean? Like, it, cause black people watched it. It's like, they don't care. Like, and that, you know, and it's the, but they'll fight and they'll go out in public and like chastise something. Anytime white is involved, it's like, well, now it's a valid discussion. Let's go out and discuss and talk about it. 
But, you know, like, it's kind of crazy to me how much people are obsessed with the idea of where white people are involved. This is now official. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like that stamp of approval matters when at the end of the day, it should not matter. Right. Because I know for a fact there are black sites that are all black and black, black palm yeah, sites like, out there, but you guys don't go and support right. it. You know what? We you know what's missing in the write-ups and all the, 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 the discussion about how much they dislike Curly Nikki's site and the idea that white women could even possibly be involved in discussion. I don't see a link to the black sites. No. Butterbean ain't put a link. There was no link in the Ebony piece. There's like, do you really care? You just mad because white people might see. Like it's it's just, I don't know, man. Like it's our obsession with hating ourselves and passing that shit down. Like it's, I don't know. I'm trying to be over it. You know, like let's, 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 let's support. Let's rather, you know, there's a lot of people that don't fuck with our show because we're black and we're not trying to cater to another audience. Like Mm-mm. we're not going, Oh, I can't wait till Sirius picks us up. Or maybe if so-and-so will come by our show and we can get on the radio and these white people can finally give us the money we deserve. We just seem happy with the fact that black people listen to our shit. Mm-hmm. A diverse audience of people listens to our shit. Yes, they do. Uh, they, people support us mm-hmm. on a grassroots level and we don't seem to be trying to run to some other big payday to get validated mm-hmm. like i guarantee you there's people that don't you know they're they don't accept guest invites to our show they don't uh promote our show mm-hmm. they don't you know if they do listen they don't retweet or anything like that because we're too black so right. it's, you know like i to me it's very weird that people even care about this shit because it's like oh i care because she was on dr oz she was mentioned on the view and now a white woman got featured how dare she, even though that's what she said she would do and she's okay with it. Come on. You know? Anyway. Um, Anonymous says, I have to nominate the fucking with black people segment of this show for a tippy. Specifically the second half where y'all start talking about dog racism. Y'all had me rolling when you started attaching black stereotypes to dog behavior. That was funny enough. But when Justin broke into DMX cadence, uh, 22747 second mark, I nearly pissed myself. Best guess, funniest impression. Um, especially the line, I fight for my, uh, Butterbean says, especially the line, I fight for my owners. Michael Vick, make money for my owners. I had that part on Rewind, LOL. People love that segment. Yes, we had a good time with Justin. Prince Laurent says, Rod and Justin are doing the Lord's work. I stopped watching True Blood, <laughs> three episodes in the last season. This is the first series that I have ever stopped watching and had seen every previous episode. When I heard that this was the last season, I was mad because I knew that I was going to have to finish this shit. Luckily, Rod and Justin is sifting through this bullshit for me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're welcome. Um, whatever. Uh, Natasha P says, this is one of my favorite shows so far this year. I absolutely love your Dat Blood reviews. I think your disdain for the show equals your love for Game of Thrones. And it makes so much fun to listen to. I've been... <laughs> I've been reading some of the heated debates about the young white woman who was featured on Curly Nikki. I don't have a problem with her being featured on the site. I'm personally not interested in the hair care regimen of women of any color with very loose curls because their styles, technique don't work for me. But that doesn't mean other folks can't learn from them. I'll just keep scrolling past until I get the pictures of glorious kinks and curls. Yeah, there you go, man. That's what I would do. But, you know, what can I say? I'm just a dude. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't let that shit affect me to that mm-hmm. level. Um, mm-hmm. especially like i said especially since the site hadn't excluded black women and had been a great place for black women so far mm-hmm. i wouldn't be like oh fuck you. Mm-hmm. you you show one other person your ass got to go 
should the natural community exclude all non-black women yes or no yes is a space for black women only no it should be open to anyone promoting natural hair which i spelled wrong just noticed that in the poll bitch. <laughs> 74% of people said it should be open to everybody. Anyone that is promoting their natural hair should be mm-hmm. uh, able to participate in the natural hair community. And 26% of people think, nope, it's only it's space only for black women. Here's what I find interesting. Nothing but dudes responded in the polls. Way to go, ladies. <laughs> they let, they let you, you let me down, ladies. If natural hair black women want to see their own space within the natural hair movement, then by all means get to making it. But every woman generally has hair and can choose to go natural. I'm no black woman, so perhaps there's all types of extra mumbo jumbo these tar babies bring into it. But hey, says Justin. Oh, Lord. Uh, Prince Laurent says, I mean, no woman read that and was like, fuck this nigga, I want to respond. Right. Prince Laurent says, I've been turned off by the natural hair movement for a while. At first, it was all for black women empowering themselves, but it went left. I started noticing that women with natural hair considered themselves blacker and better than black women who did not go natural. Also, they would make comments on other people's hair, but natural hair was above reproach. Mm-hmm. Karen was right when she said women with natural hair can come off as very snobby. Mm-hmm. I came to see that it wasn't a matter. It wasn't whatever hairstyle that made you comfortable. But if if you wasn't natural, you were trying to look like these white bitches. And somehow white women were the enemy, says Prince Laurent. Right. Because I've actually uh, we have a, a place here, some natural hair place. And they was like having a um a hair thing where they had like women with like natural hair, uh, like a, a hair festival. So they had women out there promoting their products for like natural hair. And a lot of those women were out there and a lot of their attitudes and not all, some of them was cool, but some of them would literally look at you like, bitch, you got a perm. Like they didn't open up their mouth, mm-hmm. but I'm black. So I know black facial lingual expressions. <laughs> so I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, I got the cream and crack. Keep it pushing, bitch. You know, mm-hmm. I don't care nothing about your natural hair, but a lot, a lot of people it's and, and it's, and it's almost like it's weird. It's almost like for some people, they've been natural all their lives, but for some people, some black women treat natural like a fad, like 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 literally like a fad. Like that's what's cool now. That's what I want to get. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Not that they really want to be natural, but they was like, well, that's the cool thing to do right now is to be natural. So yeah. there there is a, a a difference between women who this is their thing, this is what they do, and then like the people that's almost like the bandwagon people, and then they turn around and they look at you like you crazy because you don't want to go natural. Whatever hair you wear. And you're happy with, I don't give a fuck. But a lot of people really get into that thing and they get like, uh, uh, I'm better than you or, 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 or I use juices and berries. Why don't you type of mentality or tell you how it's less than or want to give you a five page pamphlet about how you destroying your hair and how it's burning your hair out. I don't care. I didn't ask you that. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's the thing. Like any community. Like that, there's already going to be divided within it because there's divide within black people. There's already going to be schools of thought about whose hair is better, quote unquote, worse, harder to manage, easier to manage, who society deems as more marketable, who gets what kind of natural hair woman gets in a commercial, right. what kind of natural hair woman gets on the cover. But when the discussion denigrate uh, or degenerates um, down to uh the same comment section, the way the comment section looks when Lapita gets the cover of a magazine, something's going off. Something's going left. You know, like, there has to be some acceptance and allowance for this idea that 
we are black and we come in all different kinds. Yes, we do. And if you're, and if it's a curly hair site, we are curly haired and we come in all different races, right. shapes, colors, sizes. And if you don't want to participate in that, just go. Yeah, because this is even something that me and Roger, I think me and Roger had a conversation about this recently where he was like, if you ever want to go naturally. No, we did not have that conversation. I was talking to Chris on a podcast. That's a private conversation. <laughs> not for you. It's just for all the listeners of the Sandy Check podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, I was talking to Chris and, uh, I was, I was telling him that, um, more important than anything, I would want you to feel that you wouldn't be judged one way or the other. Like, oh, you want to go natural? Well, then you better not. You know what I mean? Like, that was my point was like, I I want you to feel comfortable. If that was something you wanted to do, I wouldn't have a problem with it. If it's not something you want to do, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I think a lot of men say and do fucked up things, mm-hmm. and they pass on these negative messages to women with, you know, well, your hair, now your hair look ugly, or, oh, you want to cut your hair off? What's wrong with you? And, and all of a sudden, it's like a, you know, a fight that it doesn't need to be a fight. No, you know? and I, I never understood this. You're trying to fuck her pussy, not her hair, right? But, yeah, it's, people don't think like that, Karen. Like I said, most people look at a relationship as a set of parameters and rules. I mean, think about how many men tout the my wife better way between this weight and that weight her whole life. You know, like, there's a people people are just very immature when it comes to relationships, and that's one of the ways that it manifests itself is the hair discussion. But if you love somebody, what the fuck would it matter if she decided to change her hair? Yeah, that's one thing I can say about Roger, because Lord knows, I done been through it all. I done been long. I done been short. I done been weavy. I done been non-weavy. I done been bun. I done been uh, 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 roll. I done been ponytail. I done been finger waves. I done been jerry curves. God damn it. I done been every woman over here. And it's just one of those things. Whatever makes you happy, do you. Yeah. You just, yeah. The idea of like policing each other is exactly what everybody's supposed to be running from. It's mm-hmm. just sad that they run right back to policing each other, even without the influence of this prevailing like media. Right. Because that my thing is this, I don't mean no harm. It's just one of them things where, um, and, and I, and I guess this is just my, because I've been in a relationship so long. And, uh, one thing about me and Roger, Roger's not my daddy. He's not my boss and he don't pay me to be here. I'm here out of my own freedom and right and choice. So it, whatever I feel like doing with my hair is my goddamn business. Uh, Anna Main Sparks says, if non-black women want to get involved in the natural hair community, I feel they should do so with caution. Understand that the struggles that black women face concerning their hair are unique to them and expect a healthy, smooth cussing out if you reinforce the same racism that led to the need for natural hair spaces in the first place. Also, accept that some black women will never be comfortable with white women being a part of these spaces. Like Karen said, it's not about hate or anything, just desire to be around those who share your struggles and experiences. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. Yeah, I think some of it is about hate. How about that? And some of it is, but some people just, some, for some women, it's not even about hate. It's just yeah. wanting people to look like you. But out of, out of that group, it is a percentage out of that group which you need to address which has racial issues. Look, some women, some black women, do not like these white women, dog. At all. Period. The end. Like, I... It's not like some of this is that. And that's the part that people don't discuss because when you get attacked by somebody that's just like, I don't like your white face. It's going to be hard no matter how fucking like 
uh liberal and progressive you are it's very hard for people to take that and go all right then i know that's illogical and i didn't personally do anything but i'm gonna be the bigger person and walk away people just don't think that way people are very micro and what's happening to me right now like it's, it's very hard for your average person to understand that oh this is not my problem it's a problem they have with all white people and i didn't do anything to exacerbate that nope that's not how people think most people go oh well fuck you too then and then it's like you white cracker motherfucker it's like oh hell here we go right and it's racist on both sides and black people don't like to be called racist but we do have black people this pro fuck all these white people yeah please don't write us with the definition of racism in the dictionary please don't. right please don't don't don't, don't i won't read the email no don't, we don't will know. not we understand that anybody yeah. can be racist yeah don't just don't okay i already know people gearing up to you need the power the systematic okay mm-hmm. prejudice then just please leave us alone just i hate that discussion Sometimes you don't want to have that long discussion about why it's not okay to just randomly touch a black woman's hair. It's about how it's not the same if it's done to a white woman. I'm sure most white women have never been gawked at like an exotic zoo animal simply for wearing their hair in a way it naturally grows. Bottom line, don't just stab at the issue wildly, but peck lightly like a woodpecker with a headache, says Anime Sparkster. Um, Yeah, man, it's a very complex, nuanced discussion, but like I said, that was not a very complex nuance uh way that the shit was brought to light man she was like bringing a sledgehammer to a you know to a what should have been a simple uh discussion back and forth yeah um, and they got real ugly real quick yeah um we also had episode 733 other people's plates um where uh we discussed uh about me apologizing to belgium sorts of things they all said uh iphone issues robin thick's album much stuff we had uh, a lot of comments on this episode so let's get into those um m-t-a-l-e-x says i can hear rod and karen's break i can hear rod and karen break down songs forever who do you guys think is the best beggar lenny williams or Keith sweat lol another great show guys keep up the great work proud premium subscriber mike mike is Lenny Williams, and it ain't even close. No, it ain't even close. One of the problems with Keith Sweat's begging, can't even sing. Right. He can't, can't even sing. It's it's not the same. I think um, when Keith Sweat begs, he can turn anything into begging. Mm-hmm. It's it's more of a whine for Keith right. Sweat, to yes. be honest. It's not really, really a beg. No, like, no, no. You know, he begs like a cat that wants some milk. Yes, when like, Lenny actually sings. Mm-hmm. Like, there's actually a smooth jazz tribute to this song. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that to no Lenny Williams. I want to team you. I want to place you. I want to show you. You hear it? It's more of a bag. It's, I mean, it's more like a whine. Like, ah, that sound. Yes. I want to. Yeah, it's not the same. To the very last drop. Yeah, Lenny was out here damn watching TV till TV turned off. It's right. Totally different. Because with Keith Sweat, you can feel it, but it ain't the same. When mm-hmm. Lenny begs, 
it's that heartfelt you your heart your heart goes out you go dude you crazy but god damn i feel your pain mm-hmm. like lenny show up on your doorstep at three in the morning with tears with a bottle of something in a brown bag and right talk about can i come in and it's been raining for hours and he's soaking wet right that's how he sounds uh cowboys fan 2002 says lenny by far i'm listening right now Chris Lamar says, I fucked around and listened to that Robin Thicke album anyway. The album is so bad that that nigga needed to take, make a better album or cheated a whole lot less than he did. Yeah. Like, that's an album you make for if you get caught direct messaging somebody. Not, <laughs> not if you get caught fucking a whole lot of other not women. Direct messaging. Like, you might can get forgiven for like. I DM'd her. I didn't fuck her. You might can get forgiven for having booty hole pics in your phone or something, but not. Not no actual fucking. H.C., Robin said, Robin's emotionalist begging reminds me of going to Black History Month programs with my parents when I was younger. Without fail, every year some soulless white choir would attempt to sing a Negro spiritual. And instead of enjoying the music, you're sitting there annoyed as like annoyed at why the hell Swing Low Sweet Chariot sounds so damn peppy and chipper. <laughs> I'm sure people have made great begging songs without going through pain personally. You got to at least have some understanding of the emotions your music is attempting to create. Yeah, that is true, man. Like, uh, I've been to those, like, like seeing, like, I remember uh, we had to sing, um, Ezekiel saw the wheel, way in the middle of the wheel. It's way in the middle of the air. For, um, for like, uh, <laughs> sixth grade graduation, but it was too many white people in our class. And it was all, Ezekiel saw the wheel. Like, it was just yes. way, like, happy and shit. Like, like three octaves higher. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, Nell 210S says, man, I listened to that Robin Thicke album twice, and I deleted that trash off my iPod. I'm so glad I didn't pay for this album. Robin Thicke didn't want Paula back, and listening to y'all compare Robin and Lenny Williams just helped further my belief. If Robin wants to learn how to put some emotion into a song, he needs to watch Rod and Karen sing to Lenny Williams. Man, that that made me feel those lyrics in my soul. If you haven't seen it, I recommend you go watch it. Also, I appreciate Karen convincing Rod to finish that Lenny track. Great show, guys. Peace. Yeah, you can't play that. That's you can't play that song and stop. I was like, no, sir. We got to finish this one. The song is twelve minutes long. It don't matter. You started. You got to finish it. Yeah, we got done. TV was off. <laughs> it's your boss. The Tickler said, I saw an interview where Robin Thicke said he wrote most of the album in two weeks. Nigga, we can tell. Yup. That's what I could tell. I was like, this nigga didn't spend no time and no pain. Mm-mm. Like, it, like Lenny, Lenny probably didn't even write his song until like a year after the breakup. Because it would have just been incoherent gibberish if he had wrote it two weeks right. in. And he was still freaking them ladies out. They were singing, mm-hmm. going, y'all better keep an eye on him. Mike's love his wrist. It would have just been a song of oh, 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 all for seven minutes. Right. He had to find a way to put words to that shit. Do you allow your mate to eat plates of other people's, uh, that other people make for them? Yes, it's okay with me. Or no, it's a problem. Yes, it's okay with me. 85% of our audience is sane, cool people. <laughs> and 15 percent of y'all you got issues are either single or making some motherfucker miserable right now mm-hmm. cabadonna says so do that mean i should leave my wife for my mother-in-law right right like who's the dude that comes home baby uh we need to talk sit down i don't even know how to tell you this but i ate a plate of Sharkisha's food and 
Now we're married. I have to leave you. So they can't attend potlucks? Macaroni and cheese is too good. Yeah, right. You can't go to potlucks at work. Oh, sorry. I tried another woman's dressing and it was delicious. We need to see other people. We got to break up right now. <laughs> she bakes her rolls from scratch, baby. You got to go. Prince Laurent says, I could not be in a relationship where the trust was so low that something as small as a plate of food is causing problems. Trust is everything to me. I didn't witness any successful relationship growing up. Not one. The failure of my first few relationships showed that fact. The one thing I learned watching those relationships is that people will find a way to do what they want. So I have always trusted and wished for the best. It's the only way you can. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Uh, we had some voicemails. Let me see if I can play some of these bad boys. Um, actually, let me close this and open it back up um, for a second. Just take a second, everybody in the audience. But, uh, yeah, man, you got you to gotta learn to trust people if you really want to uh, have um, – a fruitful, healthy relationship. Yep, and no because you'll drive yourself crazy, right? And you will. Uh, and a lot of times, what I realized too, you gotta ignore other motherfuckers, especially motherfuckers that's not in a goddamn long term relationship. Because mm-hmm. a lot of those, well, he told you he was here. What if he's somewhere else? Well, bitch, I ain't got nothing to do with that. He the way he is, or he ain't. Yep. Like I cannot drive myself nuts. And you know what? I don't have kids, so goddamn it, I'm not watching him like one. Most people don't even know what the fuck you were talking about. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they, your, they they don't live in your life. They don't fuck with your relationship. They don't know anything. So just walk away, you know, not, calm not, down. Not only that, a lot of times people do that to literally sabotage your relationship. And as soon as you ask about yourself, they cool. But don't let them get somebody, male or female. They will leave your ass to the wind by yourself. All right. Uh, and voicemails. Let's get to these real quick. Hey, Ryan. What's up? It's Mike. Um, the reason I called in is because I was listening to that article about the girl uh, who's a student body president at that uh, press school or whatever. And um, basically, I would push back slightly on your uh, giving that a 75 just because, like, you didn't end up reading the rest of the article, but they also went attacked her on the, and, you know, this bitch is broke too, you know what I'm saying? But she's one of those affirmative action scholarship kids. And it turns out, like, her parents are paying the full price. But she got money, too. So she's, like, on the same level as them. But nobody still really wanted to fuck with her at all. Mm. Um, and, you know, they still went crazy racist and all this shit. Plus, they made her still have to resign her position. And the school didn't do anything about it. But that was a expert-level troll move. And I'm sure she'll end up making, like, a million dollars when she graduates anyway. So... Uh, that's pretty much it, man. Um, you fucked around and got me excited about this damn Transformers movie now. I'm probably gonna watch Grimlock, uh, breathe fire at people this afternoon. I'll let y'all. Peace. Peace. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, you're welcome, by the way, for that. Um, and secondly, um, sure, a hundred. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I didn't read the rest of the article because it was too long. Karen gave it a hundred. So, uh, you can have your hundred, Mike. Don't, yeah, don't, don't. Don't don't cry over me, okay? You you give it your own personal hundred. This is just my score, um, and I only gave it seventy five because I couldn't be bothered to finish that long ass article. I was like, damn, these niggas racist. So much racism is two more pages. You know what I mean? So, right, a racism. Next voicemail. Hey, Ron and Karen, this is James. I uh, just uh, I enjoy your show. Uh, the only comment that I had is that please limit caring. Karen's speeches or rants. Uh, I like your comments, viewpoints. Sound very educated. 
yeah um i'm limiting your voicemail ignorant <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> what kind of asshole calls it limit the woman's speech this this is the fucking co-host of the show it's a partnership it's not me telling karen hey that's enough you can stop talking now fuck you fuck everything about you do not call our show again how about that asshole what the fuck is wrong with you that's my wife nigga <sighs> the fuck is idiots <laughs> never call the show again how do i ban this shit yeah i'm banning you from calling our show again all right next voicemail limit some rants limit my right yeah. how you guys doing mike again called in because you know big fan of you guys show um i would consider you guys friends and uh you know really respect what you're doing on the podcast but i have one 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 slight issue and that is these apologies these goddamn Belgian waffle jockeys after beating the United States in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Now, if they want to win a soccer game against the great United States of America, then they can do that in their own fucking country. <laughs> Not in Brazil, where there's a lot of American people hanging out, having fun, and not on my TV under any circumstances. Mm-hmm. So they can take fucking karate kicking, syrup trapping, waffle riding, fake ass French accents, go back to their own goddamn country. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> first of all, you're absolutely right. These waffle jockeys are a problem, but uh, you know, actually, I take it back. I apologize to Belgium already. Your waffles are fine. I'm going back to my ignorant American. This isn't really a sport. I don't really care thing because that's how I protect myself. Yeah, you bought us Blue Moon Belgian Bay on sale. Yeah, so uh, it's not a real sport, so I don't care about soccer no more. I'm not watching it again until the World Cup again. Four that's years. It. Yeah, so I'm back on my regular grind, guys. I'm off of this shit. Uh this, this is the best part of America. If we don't care, we can walk away. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's good, uh, Karen and Rod? It's Marcus from uh, St. Louis. I've been listening for about three years, first time calling in. Uh, I just want to say that I don't really like to make judgments about, you know, people, generalizations about fan base and shit, but I think everybody that's a fan of uh, Oakland Anthony should have the DEA keep their door in and search for roofies and shit because I don't trust nobody that, that likes that shit. I used to only deal with it because Patrice O'Neill was on there, and I couldn't even really do it then. I don't know how he sat around and took so much bleeding fucking racism, but probably because, you know, he's all about the jokes. But, uh, yeah, I hope y'all fry them niggas. I have a feeling you will, so. Yeah, uh, I couldn't understand exactly what he was getting at in that, but. I know he's talking about opiate ethnic people getting fired and mm-hmm. Patrice O'Neill used to go on the show. I just, I never listened to him guys. Honestly, man, never, never was a fan or not. I know Anthony Camille got fired and you know, I just been laughing at the jokes, partying off of it. Cause it's just funny. Uh, cause I understand he, that his, his show was a safe space for that. Cause most of the people that listen to it either agree with it or, you know, let, let it happen because it's behind the badge, the banner of comedy. So, right. Um, and I and I honestly think that you know, if it was an act and it was all comedy, and you do it on your show, 
that's that's one thing but if you go out here and twitter and do some of this shit and people think that you're being for real which you know the tweets look for real to everybody else he's deleted it all and yeah, all this shit you don't have the safety of jokes yeah. people other people that haven't been aware of your foolishness are going to have comments on it you know it will be like if uh we just start playing i don't know guess the race and using the answers from the chat room to refer to people just online all the time people would be like with no reference they'd be like the fuck are y'all doing right you know what i mean like if everybody we just start referring to everybody by some racist name we heard from the chat room with no context they'd be like yeah this is just racist please stop you know um the other thing is he had a boss and apparently his bosses didn't give a fuck uh i don't really hear how black people got anthony camille fired we didn't we didn't have time to organize anything nobody there wasn't even a change change.org petition to get that dude fired serious saw that shit said he's out of control he has to go you know i won't be surprised if the next step for him is rehab or something like that but we'll talk about that in detail on tomorrow's show yes we will but uh he left another voicemail yo what's up y'all this is marcus and sam Lewis. I, fuck i just remember the actual reason that i called and i'll make it short uh tara the black chick from true blood and jessica the redhead who i'm in love with neither one of them have been naked on there uh mm-hmm. at least not nipples you got that far away shot of one of them of tara with that other black dude fucking but, okay i remember yeah, that Justin said that shit a while back uh two episodes two that blood ago and i just want to say that uh no because i remember that shit neither one of them have been naked on the show or in anything for that matter that's it i'm a dirtbag no doubt man uh i was pretty sure that um for some i know we saw terror like you said from far away so i guess you don't count that one but I was sure we saw uh, Jessica fucking in the back of that truck. I don't know why I thought Jessica fucked uh, Jason in the back of that truck. But, yeah, maybe she didn't get naked. Maybe it was like she did that thing where they, like, put their hand over the nipple or something. And yeah. count. By the way, that's the best thing ever. Whoever invented the, hey, ladies, it doesn't count and we don't see the nipple thing, it, fucking bravo, Okay. Cause women will be like that. And like, I, I don't do nude scenes and then they just cover like a little bit of tape over the nipples. It's like, see, and you're like, Oh yeah, you're right. You're not naked. I'm not jacking off at all. Nope. Um, all right. Phone lines are open. 704-557-0186. 704-557-0186. Um, let's check the voicemails. Uh, do not call up here talking about Karen needs to limit her speech. You will be fucking hung up on uh jaheen ike echo from jay um impossible white man of the show it's funny to hear your thoughts on her oh we got a phone call let me check it out yo you're on with the black guy tips what's up yo what's up it's the woman guy what up sterling how you doing yeah. sweetie yo sweetie can you oh wait sweetie, can you go up there and meet that shit my bad my xbox is blasting through the house so i can hear y'all niggas while i'm taking care of my wounds and shit okay no y'all problem. can't hear that du- y'all can't hear that double noise can you no nah, nope. we didn't hear anything all right, cool, because, like, literally, I got y'all blasting through the whole block right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need to make a request mm-hmm. as a person that has no, in no way really told y'all anything before. I need y'all to limit dickheads telling Karen what to do. Right. <laughs> uh, like, nigga, like, I just came out the bathroom from washing her down and, uh, you know, cleaning these wounds, and I heard, as soon as I heard, I need Karen, too. I just stopped everything, and I'm like, this going to be good. 
somebody gonna say something stupid that we don't. Nigga, if you listen to the show, we love Karen. Right. We no. What the fuck? What the fuck? Come on, no, nah, nigga, no, stop it, no, no, you're stupid now, no, stop it. Yeah, that shit was hella lame, man. I don't know if he was planning on going somewhere with that, or maybe that was a setup to some other joke. Whatever it is, it's not gonna happen on the show because that's. I don't the, think it was because I remember when niggas talked and called, you know, called and talking about um Karen's laugh back in the day. Right. Fuck, fuck them niggas, dog. That is the most magical laugh I've heard in my life. Like, it, it, it's Karen's laugh and then Ron Funch's laugh on, on fucking Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Like, those two will make anybody's day brighter. I, no, if you don't like it, go kill yourself. I don't, yeah. I don't got the answer. Go, go, go on, uh, yeah, go on another show where Yeah, like, yeah, there's, there's so much happy. black shit to listen to. If you don't, if you don't like something, don't don't try to change it. Just change yourself, nigga. Shit. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't get it. I, I just had to call to say that. I, I'm pretty sure I had something else to say, but I'm still kind of fucked up right now with, <laughs> with drugs. So, uh, yeah, you gonna you gonna have two uh, emails for me too. Um, just know I was fucked up when I sent those, but I still meant this shit. I do love you, niggas. And uh-huh. um, also, just a shout out to you because I didn't get to say it in the email because I forgot because I was fucked up. But really. Thank y'all, like anybody in the Black Eyed Nation, Rod Cairn specifically, like, for just, you know, um, just giving Quita in, uh, some love and shit after she lost her job the way she did on, um, Wednesday. Like, that shit, like, really meant a lot. Like, y'all, like, y'all really didn't let us mm-hmm. be sad about the shit, and that shit was really dope. Oh, like, no doubt, man. I, yeah, I yeah. just hate to hear that. When y'all niggas rich, man, just remember us, cause y'all gonna, right. y'all probably own that company. Nigga, you gonna get there first, nigga, shit, right? <laughs> you still the black Chris Hardwick, nigga, like, don't, don't act like shit changed, dog. Like, nigga, like, nigga you, you, do you know, like, I was recording yesterday, like, I, like, I shouldn't have been recording because I have 10 episodes to just let me recover, but I had to talk about BT the BT awards and the way black people are taking this shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I had to get a group of people talk about that. So that's coming out later. I'm sitting there like trying to figure everything out. And I see that fucking email. Tell me a nerd off came out. Nigga, what? <laughs> Nigga, it's the 4th of July. You, you, you now are your boss. You don't, you don't have to work <laughs> on the holiday no more. <laughs> Like uh, nigga, that, that's that's how you know you ascended, dog. Because like before, it went from I could take the 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 holidays off now because I'm my own boss to where you putting yourself back to work. <laughs> it's a wrap, nigga. Yeah, it's a we, wrap. You, you killed it. We did an eight yeah, hour yeah, shift I, yesterday, Sterling. We started like 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 eleven, and we didn't finish it like six. <laughs> see, see, I, like I, I'm gonna have to make like Karen. You need to make a union against Rod <laughs> or vice versa. Y'all doing too much. <laughs> just, just, just take a day, relax. You know what I mean? Have a night, have some nice moonshine. Just sit back or something. Play some Xbox. Twitch <laughs> something. Do something. I, y'all niggas is doing too much, and I can't handle it. I can't. <laughs> I, 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 I have ten shows at least I like to listen to, and like nine of them are y'all niggas shows now. This was in the place you came before. Like I walked out the hospital was like I'm good. I got black eyes, black astronaut, what's the tea? A couple other ones. And I looked at my feed and just get to Steve Harvey. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I I gotta figure some shit out because these niggas have put out too much shit in the one week where I was recovering. Like, but yeah, uh, yeah I just want to say that to you, yo. No like, doubt, thank, man. Thanks so much for everything. No doubt, man. All right, yo. Thank peace. you. Peace. Oh, <laughs> Sterling is crazy. Oh, so yeah, Jaheen Echo from Jay uh, says, "Funny to hear your thoughts on her because you don't know it, but you don't know it, but you actually put me on to her." 
Yeah, we were talking about Jaheen Ako during the BET Awards, and I thought her performance was pretty terrible, but mm-hmm. she's very beautiful, and I think she people is. just tolerate it because her live performance is really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, one day a while ago, you guys are having some technical difficulties to play some music for us while you sorted everything out, and you played her song Bad Piece featuring Childish Gabino. I, go- I Googled the shit out of those lyrics trying to figure out who it was and eventually found it. I love her vibe, but I agree. She is not the next side eight. Yeah, that was what she fucked up. She should have never said she was side no. eight. Right, because Twitter cause went crazy on That her. is a very, very high standard. Cause yeah. Black folks love Sade. Mm-hmm. Black folks love Prince. Black folks love Erica Badu. And it's a few other ones, but them are like three people you better not say nothing about, nothing bad about anyway. But they do not, but they do have a similar whispery style, but no shot, but no shot A. Nope. Smiley face. Well, you know how it is, man. She's cool. Um, no offense to Jaheen Ako. I, I just couldn't get it. When I tried to listen to her whole album, I was just like, oh man, it's not as good as I wanted it to be. The comment section, The Real America from Terry from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, Florida. Hey, Rod and Karen, I'm listening to yesterday's podcast while reading a recent article about Warren Sapp. It reminded me of what you and Karen have said many times on the show. Customers are assholes. Mm-hmm. Red Stick says July 2nd, 2014 at 2.06 a.m. Fuck that bitch. I believe in tipping well. But lately, these food servers are coming off as entitled. The very idea that she feels she should embarrass a paying customer publicly should be her cause for her dismissal. I'm so damn tired of these people in the service industry always playing victim. Here's a tip for you, bitch. Take your sorry ass back to school and get a better job. How much money should you get for carrying a tray of food from the kitchen to the table anyway? Uh, and let's see, blacks, this is a picture of Warren Sapp. I guess, so what, did he say that or? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Did he say that? Well, that's what the comment section said. I guess maybe the comment section said that. I don't know. Let's see, uh, but a restaurant server says Warren Sapp came to watch the U.S. soccer game and stiffed her on the tip. Um, people want to know his side. If you don't want a tip, stay ass at home and cook something in peace, Terry from Fort Lauderdale. Was it, well, I'm assuming that was his comments. It said, nah, there must have been someone in the comment section because it just oh. says, his says, what is this? Boys don't tip. Zero. Uh, $69 bill. Yeah, I don't know what that means, honestly. So, who knows, man? Honestly, it could have been anything. You don't know what personal interaction happened. I know that people commenting on it that don't know both sides are prob- and, and shitting on the waiters and shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of that stuff is, like I said, it's a power thing, and people... Like, I wish they would do away with tipping in general. And a lot of other countries, they don't tip. They they look at you like you crazy if you give them tips in other countries. Like, we don't we do not do this. Uh, this dude here uh, wrote, I read some of it, Wolfgang. He wrote the longest feedback thing I've ever seen in my life. It is like a book. Um, I'll, I'll try to read as much as I can, Wolfgang. But God damn, man. You got English not even your first language. Got to come down on some of these words. Anyway. Feedback. Uh, dear Rod and Karen, first off, I'm a huge fan of the show. You are a stable of my diet of podcasts and my secret connection to the black side of things. I live in Germany. I am blonde and blue eyed and 208 centimeters tall. So yeah, I think cheese connoisseur does no longer cut it. My whiteness must have reached critical levels and deserve new powers. I guess oh, super, super saiyan white or the white mate or the man white uh, are in order. Oh, you still cheese eater. 
i started to listen to you before i went to university which is roughly in 2008 wow it is a long time ago. ago you guys have been with me when i spent my time in university just so i could get my english up to speed to talk to all the foreign beauties single german in the building full of exotic beauties yeah sounds better than it was but i still got me a smile a lot and yes literally the only native german speaker in a dormitory full of exchange students I also spread your podcast in the north of Germany because when money was tight, I would tutor kids in English. And when the parents weren't looking, I would slip in your podcast. Oh, Lord. I uh, guess it worked because as far as I know, they all went on to damn near perfect A's in a few months of listening to you. Shout out to the kids in Bremen, Germany. You may be 14 to 16, but you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of wow, kid? We, 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 we're English and not the first language. It's going to be a generation of Germans from Bremen, Germany. Listen. This is ratchet. <laughs> Very. Yeah. Um, you're saying the N-word a lot. I know, right? You guys were there when that unexplained sickness made me lose all control and sent me to a state of three-month near-permanent vertigo. And I could not walk or see properly because the vertigo was so strong. Mm. On the bright side, my 8-gigabyte mega play, uh, MP3 player and a fistful of AAA batteries allowed me to catch up on all the missed episodes. Just because I faithfully downloaded every last one of them and between sleeping, sitting there with my earbuds in, playing real doll for the medical professionals, trying to figure out what was wrong with me and smoking, I didn't have much to do. You were there when I got the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis and oh, fuck, you were even there when I decided to fully uh, turn stink meaner and hang in there just out of spite. Rod, if you have to stop caring from saying doll... My only symptoms my for multiple sclerosis are vertigo that comes and goes and complete loss of my ability to taste and smell. Coincidentally, I met the scotch glass sized woman of my dreams almost exactly two weeks after my diagnosis and she can't cook a season worth shit. So it works out beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I don't if I couldn't taste or smell. I don't even know what I would do. Uh, you were around when I found my first stable scotch glass girlfriend. Yep. I, I said, girl, four years and counting. I would be, I would put a ring on that in a second. You were around when I got hired in IT and you were around when I first taught people in IT because of you. I got into the habit of watching boondocks, game of thrones. My German people still try to figure out why I habitually call it them thrones and why I seem to make very accurate guesses at what happens in them thrones. Even when I have no TV to watch it on. Uh, niggas with hats, wear your hat. I don't know what niggas with hats is. I don't watch that. It must be a different show. The old black exploitation movies, and yes, I even uh, I even warm up to the idea of impossible white guy movies, as you should. That's my favorite genre. Thank you for that. And even when money is tight, I still give you my loyalty and faithfully get my hands on all your episodes when I can. I will vote for you, and heck, I will continue to vote for you and recommend your podcast. So first off, a question: Do you have a Bitcoin wallet or even a Dogecoin wallet? We do not because I figured I would like to make at least one time donations and want to do it so bad. But I do not agree with paying almost 30 percent in fees from Germany. You have to pay 30 percent in fees. Uh, oh. Dogecoin and big Dogecoins and Bitcoins would allow me to make the donations for free and they're instantaneous. Oh, I, I took a look at take a, have a look into that because I suspect I'm not the only one who would like to make one time donations in that format. Uh, and then he, he goes to talk about stuff we talk about on the show. Um, about the men's rights activist stuff. 
My only show relevant commentary on episode 714, you guys slammed the MRA pretty hard, I guess. And even after ranting on it, you are, you were correct. I fear that there is a thing that dulls your perception. Not all MRA is like that. You know what? Um, I agree. I know not all mm-hmm. the men's rights people are like that. We can only really go by what it's like anything. The people that are the loudest are the people that get heard the most and the people that the media mm-hmm. covers the most. I'm sure there's a lot of reasonable, um, right. people that have like some idea of, I want equality, not just for women, but for men too. And at this point, it's going to be affiliated with anyone with any of the crazy people. So anytime you say something, Hey, I'm an MRA. People are going to be like, Oh, you one of those crazy dudes. Just like if you're in a tea party, that's probably somebody in the tea party. That's that, very reasonable. That really didn't give a fuck about the president being black or none of that shit. Don't want to see no birth certificates. They just want the government to stop spending money on bullshit. Right. Doesn't matter at this point. You know what I mean? Like this is what y'all are represented by. Um, I have friends who have been raped by women. Society tells them they should have been lucky to get some because their rapists look attractive and were women who were out of their league. As I am a MRM, what is that? Men's right movement? What is MRM? Mm, That's the tell us what that is. I want them to be able to handle their own sexuality, and I want to make the point that rape is a crime no matter whom it happens to, but get told that I am against female sexual empowerment and a rape apologist because I am a MRM. Um... Yeah, I think if anybody gets raped, it's wrong. Men yep. or women. Yep. And men can be raped. Um, so, yes, they can. Yeah. I, uh, you, yeah. I, who, who's against that? I have friends who had to sign up for military service and subscription, but only the males. The explanation was given that women may consider having a child, which is why they are exempt from military service. Because if they have a child, they will most likely miss work and career time. Also, they are weaker, so exceptional women may join the military, but no general conscription for them, please. As an MRM, I asked myself why men only are forced to fight for their country. In Germany, we sued against sexual discrimination and won. Germany now has a voluntary enlistment army, and heck, we are doing good that way. Mm. Oh, that's actually a pretty good issue. Mm-hmm. Like, why why do all the men have to sign up for the the service? Uh, okay, when we're in high school, we have to sign up basically for the idea that if there's a draft men we will be selected yeah women and don't have to do that do they? women don't have to Mm-mm. so yeah that is sexist and if you're truly being equal then everybody should have to sign up or everybody it should be voluntary for everybody but everybody it shouldn't just be because i'm a man i have to sign up that is a legit issue i wouldn't argue with you on that i have a close friend who was a long term in a long-term abuse abusive relationship where the mother of his child practically beat him around the house and he dared did he did not dare hit back because that would wake up his little girl. So he took the abuse, quote unquote, like a man. The same close friend got divorced, has to pay his baby's mama alimony and raise a little girl as a single father because after a lengthy divorce battle, the mother lost custody battle after getting a bigger alimony. As a MRM, I want female on male violence taken care of and taken seriously. Right. But I get told that female on male violence is extremely rare, almost trivial, and that there is never ever a good reason hitting a female, no matter what the circumstance, because a female on male violence, you have to take it like a man or else you're not a man but a pussy. Um one, I think that people should not be hitting each other, period. period. Men or women. Right. Um when we covered this alarm thing, I was really surprised to find that people came to our show it was like you're one of the only people that is covering this as a violent incident that 
she's wrong for yes she is everybody else was like well it's family shit or it's Mm. not uh it's not a big deal or um you know what and i was like he should file charges if he felt threatened and like right like there should be no shame in the idea that a woman hit you therefore in the only you know you're only a man quote unquote if you take being abused that's stupid you, you know put your um, hands on another grown person you know in your friend's case man I, he probably should have reported that abuse to the police man he would have had better case in court yes um than just trying to take it you know um unfortunately the domestic violence is always a sticky situation it's always a lot of gray area to it um and unfortunately if you don't document that stuff with the police and the hospital and stuff it's not going to help you in court Mm-mm. there you know and the thing is uh with every single one of these situations i agree because on the principle of it these are things i believe in you shouldn't be able to be raped you shouldn't be able to be abused shouldn't be forced to sign up to join the army based on your gender that being said because these issues happen to women more often and it seems to be uh not equal numbers it's the reason people talk about it for women more often than men right it's not that they aren't equally as fucking vow or they are to me equally as fucked up on principle they are but it's just these situations if you were asking someone what do you want to address men being raped or women being raped and you frame it that way most people are going to start with women because we it's, it's prevalent in our society and it's happening so much more often right that being said they wouldn't be uh they would only be wrong if they said oh men don't get right or no you can't no nah, we don't want to we don't even need to talk about that which i think is always fucked up you know there's room to talk about both it doesn't have to be an ultimatum Mm-mm. i myself have been almost sent to a special school because my kindergarten teacher was on the fine conviction that a blind blue-eyed child that liked to do boyish things and was raised by a single mother could only possibly turn into a felon and she wanted to prevent that my mother paid for the iq test out of her own pockets the originals from kindergarten got mysteriously lost and oh what a wonder i was not retarded with criminal tendencies i was highly gifted and just under challenge i as an mrm would like to see male behavior get uh not be criminalized to end the school to what is the male behavior though that I need some civics on that. What was the male mm-hmm. behavior that was happening that she decided was would make you a felon? I mean, if you was like pulling people's ponytails and putting gum in their hair, then, you know, yeah, your ass need to go to a special class. <laughs> but if it was just like he likes to draw, you know what I mean? Like, I need oh, he to wasn't know. paying attention. Yeah, yeah, it could just be you had a bad teacher and might not have anything to do with you right. being a dude. You didn't keep or, you entertained. Yeah, or it could be because you're a dude like, we would definitely need to know plus you were a kindergartner how much could you remember as an mrm i would like to see maybe have not criminalized to end the school to the to end the school to prison pipeline to cancel all zero tolerance policies and to start judging cases on a case-by-case basis again but i get told that i'm just pissed because education has become feminized and that i want to go back to daily beatings and much more just because i am a mrm you know i agree with you on the zero tolerance thing because one thing i've realized about the zero tolerance a lot of the zero tolerance disenfranchises a a lot of people it disenfranchises single moms it disenfranchises people of color it disenfranchises minorities 
And it's just one of those things where it's easy for them to go across the board. And a lot of times with the zero policy, zero tolerance policies, even when applying the policy makes no sense in the situation, they will apply the policy anyway because of zero tolerance. I have friends who, while being male, tried to get into child care and become teachers and were flat out told that men just are not good enough to care for children. And besides, too many males would turn the school creepy and what would the mother say? I also watch with alarming tendency how the double standard of teacher-student affairs widens. A female teacher always has an affair with a boy and has a relationship. The boy was asking for it, and it does not damage the boy in the least because it is a consensual thing. A male teacher and a female student is always raped, no matter what, because if you are a female under age of consent, you can't give consent no matter what. I, as an MRM, want men to have that same chance as women in jobs raising kids and not to get creep shame when they do a fucking stellar job at raising other people's kids on their or their own kids as single dads and not get regarded as potential pedophiles. I also want to end the double standard that women can't rape while men always rape and that women can do way less for the same crime as men because a woman always argues that she has issues and somehow it works. Um, I definitely understand the double standard with the teacher affair thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's 100% true. Mm-hmm. Uh, people definitely do treat with, with boys who have sex with older teachers. Like they can't be damaged from as, that. Yeah, well, they treat them like, you won. Oh, you so lucky. And it's sad because you hear some of the most like progressive men, some, some men that you would like to think are pretty logical, promote that. But here's the thing that's funny. A lot of these stereotypes are done by men. A lot mm-hmm. of this is patriarchy being passed down it's the same shit that feminists fight against that has an effect on men like this idea that uh like you said a man can't be raped is part of patriarchy it's part of this is what real men do you know um this idea that uh women should get less time in prison is also part of what women are weaker well meanwhile women live longer lives and all this shit but hey Women are weaker. They couldn't possibly go to prison as long as a man for doing the same crime. Um, so in a lot of ways, it sounds like you're almost a feminist, in my opinion. Like, some of your stances are the exact same, but just your focus is on the outcomes that happen to men. But it's the same initial spark of patriarchy that is starting the shit. Um, as far as child care and stuff, I don't trust anybody that wants to be around children, men or women. Uh, you guys got to calm down. I only want people teaching my kids if they hate kids. Right. Okay? And they're like, these children get on my nerves. Yeah. I, all y'all pedophiles to me, men and women. Y'all like them too much. <laughs> then you wonder why they fucking all the kids. It's because they couldn't wait. They showed up early for school. Like, no. I want my teachers to show up 15 minutes late smoking a cigarette and calling them bastards and stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I get told that as an MRM, I'm a pedophile. Support pedophiles and want to fuck children, support destroying female safe spaces, and in general have a problem with women that dare to speak up and get in positions of power. Well, you might or you might not. I've not seen your arguments and stuff. I mean, to me, honestly, a lot of this man's right shit sounds like people that spent way too much time on the Internet arguing with each other mm-hmm. because these are not conversations that people typically have in real life. No, it's not. You know, like when I'm talking to a person on the street and I go, well, you know what? I think if a woman does the same crime as a man, they should get the same time. They don't go, you're a pedophile. It doesn't jump to that. But if you're on the Internet, it will jump right to that, mm-hmm. you know, because they just see that label and they've been arguing with that label back and forth. 
And um, unfortunately for you, a lot of the people I see attack feminists are also under that men's rights label. Like, right, And they go to the extreme, which you don't sound like you do, but a lot of them go to the extreme. So women, a lot of women are like, well, fuck you. Uh, I have friends who were circumcised and who for years did not dare to shower with the rest of the class because circumcision ne- does never, ever result in accidents and is 100% safe. He was shouted down by classroom feminists where he tried to provide some discussion on the wisdom of circumcising all men just because it's healthier. Circumcision is not that much in fashion in Germany. I am a MRM. I, as an MRM, am of the firm conviction that no matter what gender of the child, it is wrong to cut away something without medical necessity. Yes, that includes that I am against female and male genital mutilation. I get told that as an MRM, I'm for female genital mutilation. That male genital, well, then they're not listening to you if that's mm-hmm. what's happening. I mean, right. let's, let's be honest, dog. Like, if people, if 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 you're saying this shit online in the heat of arguments, people don't give a fuck what your stance is. They, they have their stuff queued up, and that's what they're gonna hit you with, regardless yeah, of what you say. They're gonna try to make you fit a certain mode. Um, I also get frequently told that I can't handle a real woman, that my me loving my scotch glass size, half Russian, half Korean woman is just a fetish, that I should deal with real women, and that my interest in my girlfriend is just fulfilling my fetish of a demure, timid Asian woman. As an MRM, I support the right of everybody to fall in love, to have sex. Okay, this is becoming like a campaign speech, dog, and it's so long. Like, yes, love who you want to love, live how you want to live, bro. Okay, that's all I can say for that one. Uh, most of us always have had the issue with the portrayal of men in the media. It's become more of a trope than all men in the media are bumbling idiots. And even the best men are unable to exist without a woman. Most likely one that is smart, always right. You do know, you do not know why they deserve her and they should be lucky. They, they found her. I, as an MRM would like to see some positive male role models on TV. Okay, man. Um, good for you, man. I hope you get that. Uh, mm-hmm. You have now worn me out. You have worn me out, bro. Is this is so long? Yeah, and I do understand. It's so detailed. I'm not saying I disagree with you. No, because we don't. But you get to get it concise, man. Like one or two points. This is 17 points of light, and it's still like another seven paragraphs of shit, man. All right. Um, I just think you and feminists have a lot in common. Um, I think you seem to be one of the more reasonable people. Yes, you do. That has aligned yourself with some very loud, unreasonable people. Yes. And, uh, that's going to be a struggle for you, man. So, you know, if, if it wasn't for, um, these other motherfuckers, people might not think that if you were more of the voice that people heard and not the crazies in the yeah. group, the other problem is these motherfuckers fight like y'all be on the internet mm-hmm. fighting all goddamn day like i even when i see the feminists fighting back i'll be like y'all don't like ever get tired of this shit like ever this is crazy you know what i mean like it's a certain level where it's like everybody involved in this needs to go take a nap come back with a fresh set of eyes and move the fuck on because no they get people a high are, off of that yeah people are going after each other and scoring points and shit and it's just very weird nothing's changing nothing's mm-hmm. gonna happen it's very We're weird. We're not accomplishing anything. Yeah. I mean, if those motherfuckers want to have a conference in Detroit, go have your conference in Detroit, man. You know what I mean? If women want to, like, join their movement, go join their movement. That's fine. But, like I said, you just have to be careful with all this arguing because somehow it's gotten into both parties' heads that each other is the enemy. Mm-hmm. 
and if reading this long ass shit that you know i really uh it's just too long honestly it's not that i disagree so much Mm -mm. but reading this long ass shit man it's more it sounds like y'all should be aligned on a lot of causes Mm -hmm. um rather than focusing on like where y'all are different it sounds like a lot of this shit is the same Mm-hmm. you know like i don't think you'll find too many feminists that are like i mean maybe you will i don't know but like who are you who are these feminists that think men can't be raped i've never met them i don't see them tweeting that shit you know they, if anything they might be like well it's not happening enough to overshadow us needing to do something about women being raped but i've never seen a woman go yeah men rape that doesn't happen so let's not talk about it you know and if you're running into that then aren't you judging feminists by the the extremes of feminism, the way that they're judging men's rights activists by the extremes of men's rights activists. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, anyway, that just stressed me out for no reason. Listen to feedback. Bony Bone Rivers writes, Hey, Rod and Karen, it's Bony Bones Rivers. Listening to the feedback show last week and hearing Rod talk about video games quitter. Quitters out there brought back so many frustrating memories. Hold on, we got a phone call. Yo, you're on with the Blackout Tips. Hello? Yo, what's going on? Yo, what's hey, up? Hey, sweetie, how you doing? Hey, this is Aaron from BFB. Yeah. What's up, baby? Yo, yo, man, I just had a couple of things I wanted to say. First of all, thank y'all for putting out all this quality content. Um, because, uh, I've been at home by myself being a single man again. And, uh, I realized I don't have anything else to do but listen to podcasts. <laughs> and, uh, y'all provide that. So I appreciate that. No problem. And secondly, um, this is a beef against a certain artist to put out an album this week. Um, fuck you, Robin Thicke, for uh, <laughs> not giving me my Simpin' Saturday. You asshole. Why did you not like go <laughs> all the way? I was so mad. Was yeah. You weren't the only one. A lot of other people hit us uh, up. But yeah, I just wanted to tell y'all, y'all keep putting out good work, man, and uh, fuck Robin Thicke. Oh, so. understood, man. All right, somebody need to say it. Hello? Oh, can you hey, hear us? Hello? Uh-oh. Oh, I uh, must Did have a connection lose? issue. Um, Did we lose okay. you? Uh-oh. All right, let me just hang up. We had a connection issue for some reason, but uh, I think we got the gist. Fuck Robin Thicke. And uh, understood, brother. Understood uh, loud and clear. Let's see. A few weeks ago, I got my Xbox 360 and threw in the NHL game because I'm white and Canadian. It's the law up here. Of course, you got to do what you got to do, Boney. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I got online and was playing with this guy and after getting up a 4-1 lead, he quits the game within three seconds left. The amount of rage I had to, uh, take a couple of weeks away after my hiatus, I thought I would give another shot. Oh, he calling back. Hold on. Yo, yo, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, okay. yeah. You got cut off, but I got your gist, which was fuck Robin Thicke, right? Yeah, man. Like, how dare he not give me my Simple Saturday, man? <laughs> like, like, I was looking so forward to that. I thought it was going to be so good. I looked at the track list. I was like, oh, it ain't no way he ain't crying on this record. And he just I felt like he was trolling this, man. Me too, man. I was very let down. Yeah, pretty much. And uh heard the nerd stuff last, yesterday. Pretty awesome. Like I said, y'all just put out good work. And uh I think every week somebody should call in to tell y'all y'all put in good work. So. <laughs> well, thanks, Aaron. We appreciate it being you, bro. Thank you, sweetie. No problem, man. Y'all be, be safe, man. You too, man. Peace, Peace. out. Peace. <laughs> thank you sweetie uh after my hiatus i thought i would give it another shot and it happened again and again and again 
after a few weeks i was like fuck this shit i haven't played any game online since just writing this email has my blood boiling anyway keep up the great work bony bones rivers yeah dog that's the worst quitting ass niggas y'all sterling writes in listen to feedback hey y'all love y'all niggas man okay peace yeah i'm heavily medicated but i still mean this shit though ain't good without with words when the meds kick in but that just means the shit i'm saying is from my soul (laughs) then he wrote in again just to clarify as in the as in a the i got love for you niggas way and your show is special to me talk about why on this week's upcoming game and then some not the kathy bates i did did i tank that no that's right misery kind of love peace for real now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you sterling <laughs> you too sterling thank you man um another great week of shows from linda brothers what up just wanted to drop a line and say i appreciate the great content you put out this week lots of love and great discussion this is why i tune in y'all continue to bring the heat thank you for that on another note i want to also say that it's great hearing chill's voice again glad to know things are going well for her i'm also glad that i'm tbgwt premium that keeps me out of the dick sucking line I'm also glad both my gra- I'm also glad both my grandmothers are dead. That makes choosing chill over them a lot easier. LOL. Finally, I want to thank Rod again for joining me, Bomani Jones, and Stacy from Brooklyn on the Morning Jones one-on-one episode of the Look and Listen podcast. It was fun talking to the fellas about Bo's old show. As I've said before, that show is what introduced me to Rod and eventually Karen and the entire the Blackout Test community. I've been a fan ever since. Anyway, I'm out for now. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You too, Leonard. And yeah. thank you to all of y'all. Yeah, and that episode was a very, very good episode. If you're a fan of Bose, the Morning Jones, and the Evening Jones, or maybe the Evening Jones, you might not even have heard about the Morning Jones, uh, go and listen to the Look and Listen podcast. It's on uh, Stitcher Radio on iTunes. And it was so much uh, fun to hear them go down memory lane and at the end, after the episode, he had something really, really special at the end. And it was one of those things where it, it flooded me with so many memories. So I wanted to tell y'all thank you. And I wanted to tell uh, Leonard in particular, just thank you for putting that together. It, it, it meant a lot to me as somebody that's a fan of Bo and a fan of the Morning Jones. No doubt, man. We'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. with uh, Comedy Outliers, guys. That's right. <laughs> Mike and Brandon, um, and uh, we'll see you guys then. Um, Nerd Off is out there. New uh, new Balls Deep is out there. Mm-hmm. Plenty of stuff for y'all to listen to. Uh, Review of Transformers is out there with JL Coven, mm-hmm. who hated it. But uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Until then, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.